Well, good morning, and thank you so much for being here for our next-gen service. Can we thank our kids and teens who have served thus far and everybody who has an opportunity to serve and lead the services? You know, it's truly an honor to be able to lead the youth, and I'm sure my wife would say the same thing about leading the kids. We love the next generation here at Trinity, and it is awesome to gather as one body this morning and to be in the sanctuary together. It's a cool, it's got a great energy right now. We've got our um, children with us as well, so thank you so much for making us a part of your week and for coming out this Sunday morning. My wife and I have something very special to share with you, and that it's um, yesterday marks one year, our one-year anniversary yesterday of being foster parents to our two young boys. We wanted to say a special, yeah, we wanted to say a special thank you for pacing with us and for giving us grace and for um, cheering us on as, as we uh, be parents. And so it's been, a, it's been a crazy year, but a blessed one as well. And as uh, parents to two young boys, uh, it's very hard to find quiet time in our home now. Those still and peaceful moments are very hard to come by now. And, um, but at the end of almost every day, there is a, sort of this window of opportunity, this window of time that is still and somewhat peaceful most of the time. And that time is bedtime. You know, and it's our boys, is, it's their favorite um, time of the day because they love sort of being in the rhythm of, of like the routine that we do. Essentially what we do, and I hope most parents do this, we brush our boys' teeth and then we get them in their PJs and we start tucking them into their beds. And then at bedtime, when they're in their beds, uh, we do story time. We read them a story out of one of their favorite books. So some of their favorite books, Pastor Vicki has here that she wants to show you, but some of their books are like Pout Pout Fish. How many of you guys have read or know of this book, Pout Pout Fish? I see one hand here. That's about it. All right. What about I'll Wait, Mr. Panda? Does anybody know this book or is it just us? I see a hand here. Wes, yeah. (laughs) Obviously, Nazzy does. And then what about um, We're Going on a Bear Hunt? How many of you guys know that book? Lots of hands. Awesome. What about Brown Bear, Brown Bear? What do you see? Yeah, awesome. Um, And then what about uh, There's a Dragon in your book? Does anybody know this one? We just picked this one up not too long ago, right? Yeah, I think it's a newer one. So what I want to do here is I want to take one quick second, and we want to hear your guys' favorite book. So on the count of three, we want audience participation. So on the count of three, shout out your favorite book. Ready? One, two, three. Awesome. I didn't hear any of those. (laughs) But the reason why our boys get so locked in and engaged with these stories is because there's colorful pictures, right? There's uh, silly things that happen, like when Pout Pout Fish says, blub, blub, blub. And then the action-filled moments when they say things like, it's a bear, in the bear hunt book. But what keeps them locked in, really locked into these stories itself is what's going to happen next. It's like a cliffhanger. So like in the Mr. Panda book, it's when he says, I'm waiting, Mr. Panda. So our lives are like these stories that we read. We are living and breathing books because each one of us has been created by God because he's given us a life and a story to live out. Mm -hmm. 
And so God is the author of our story, and he's also the illustrator of our story. He designs everything around us and all the people that surround us. And he uses our stories to tell a great big story, the story that he's writing over all creation. So picture yourself being, your life being like a book in like this great big library that God has. It's pretty cool. And each of us gets to be a part of God's story. And I think that's really fun. Don't, that, that makes me feel so special. I hope it does for you too. So today we're going to look at three different phases or chapters um, in, our, in our lives, in our stories. And we want to take you guys from the place in your life where you felt hopeless to maybe where you felt hopeful, we hope, mm. <laughs> and then to being healed, to being the healed. And one thing that we wanted to share with you before we move on to the teaching here is that we're going to be speaking sort of at a younger age yeah. because of the children that we have with us. So this morning's teaching is going to sound and look a little bit different. So buckle up your seatbelts. <laughs> we're about to take off here. All right. So we're going to start with the hopeless, which is so sad. Okay. But um, before we do, we're going to read some Bible verses together. And in kids' church, when a Bible verse comes up on the screen, we all read it most of the time. So if you can, some of you might not be able to read yet in the room, but that's okay. And so what I need is actually a couple volunteers Ooh. to come up. And what you're going to do is spin a spinner wheel, not the big one, the one on the table here. And that's going to describe how how we're going to read the verses. So, Destiny, did I see your hand back there? Mm-hmm. She's all fancy. She's got some, like, like pretty... <laughs> you can come up. Come on up, Come on, Destiny. Destiny. Yep. And I will need two more. When we call your name, come on up here, guys, and stand over here by this yeah. table. Yeah. You can see the very colorful spinner wheel right there. I Dust. see a few hands in the back there, Pastor right. Vicky. Who do we got? Who do we got? Uh, um, is, that, is that Ariana or Hannah? I can't tell. Is it Ariana? Okay, Ariana. She wants to come up. Come on up. Come on up, Ariana. All right, and we need one more. Somebody that hasn't done anything so far in the service would be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on up, Eddie. Yep. All right, so each of you are going to take turns spinning the wheel, but but Destiny's going to go first, and she's going to tell us how we're going to read verses one through three. Not the big dial, the one on the table, honey. Yeah, see that little spinner? Yes. So can you give that like a little flick or something? We're going to see. And then read it. What does it say? While plugging your nose. So the first passage that we're going to read is scripture. (laughs) Everybody's going to participate here, right? All right. We're going to plug our nose. Ariana, go ahead and... Oh, okay. Sorry. Why don't we do one at a time? Does that sound good, good, Pastor Jason? Okay. So we'll just hold on for a sec, Ariana. Okay. So everybody, plug your nose. And we're going to read the verses off the screen. Ready? Here we go. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked. Following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. You guys sound so silly. <laughs> Thanks, Destiny. Um, Thank so, you so much. These verses are kind of sad verses. They show us what our life was like before we knew Jesus, before we started following him. And I remember that time in my life. Uh, I remember being about sixth or seventh grade and having a moment where I was like, 
what is the meaning of life? You know, everybody has those moments. But I was like, I felt lonely, even though I had a family that loved me and friends that I, you know, that I, I loved and loved me back. But I still felt like I didn't have hope and I wasn't sure what the purpose of my life was. And um, a little bit later, a couple years later, I started to learn about Jesus. I started to go to a church and then I decided to follow him and start and start giving my life over to Jesus. And when that happened, I found the hope and the peace and the joy that I was looking for in him. And he gave my life purpose. And so, um, so that's what he does for us and what he wants to do. But did you notice in those verses that it was like, it was talking about past things. Like you were children of, of wrath. You once walked this way. You followed the course of this world. And that all speaks about the past. So if that was the end of our story, how sad would that be? That would be a terrible ending to the story. We could call that book The Hopeless. Um, something is coming, though. A big but is coming. Verse 4 starts with the word but, and that means that something is changing. There's like a plot twist in the story. So that's really good news for us because we don't want to end here, right? So let's read what happens next. So Ariana's going to spin this for us. Good flick. Yeah, she had, she had some power. Really, really sleepy. sleepy. Well, it's 11. I mean, it's 11.30. You guys should be not so sleepy. Oh, I would hope not so sleepy anymore. But that's how we're going to read these words. We might be doing some stretching and some yawning in here, okay. right? So, All right. Everybody okay. put on your sleepy Ready? voice. Mm. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Ah. Verses. Starting with verse 4. But God, being so rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our sin, in our trespasses, made, made us alive, alive together with Christ. Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Now, these verses do not make me want to sleep. These are very exciting verses. <laughs> so as I'm reading them, I'm like, this feels like the opposite of what we should be doing when we read these. We should be celebrating and jumping for joy. Um, but you're going to take it over from here. Yeah. But this is where our story, our story really and truly gets good because something good is happening here. God saw that we were once dead in our sins and in our trespasses. And he showed us his great mercy by saving us, which means that he redeemed us. He brought us back to him. And it was done by his grace that he has. And he came and he came here and he really did rescue us. And we went from that first point, which was what? We were what? The hopeless. And now we are the hope full because of what God did for us through his son, Jesus. And what happens is, is he gives us hope for the future. And now I have a question for you. I want to see hands with this. So how many of you guys have seen the movie here called Home, which has a purple alien in it? I see a few hands already popped up here. Yeah, it has. It's been here. I think it came out in 2015. Awesome. But we recently found it again on Netflix, and uh, it was such a great movie that we actually showed it to our boys so that they could watch it. And I'm not sure actually 
how much of the movie that they understood because it actually has a little bit of a complicated plot line for, for youngins. Uh, but it's colorful, it's silly, there's a lot of music in it, and it's enough to keep their attention, which we're grateful for because there's not a lot of movies out there that captures the attention of a two-year-old and a four-year-old boy. But the premise of the movie is that there's these purple aliens, which are called the Boov, and they invade our planet, and they end up taking it over, and they end up moving all the humans uh, to other places, or so we think that they do. And there's a young girl in this movie, the main character, and her name is Tip, who's in the eighth grade. And what happens is, is she gets separated from her mom, which is really scary, and she gets left behind, which is really sad. But Tip, this young girl, she is determined to find her mom and get reunited with her. And what we're going to do now is we're going to share two clips sort of back to back of this movie. Um, and we're going to show you uh, this purple alien whose name is O. Um, and he speaks in a pretty strange and funny language because he doesn't understand human things but listen to this dialogue in which Tip and O share about, which has to do with hope. Check it out. Ow! Quit it! Sorry! Look, Paris is danger for both of us. It crawls with boo. Do you have a plan for once we are get there? Hmm? Not really, but I have hope. Oh, you are bad at math. Excuse me? I got an A in geometry. I am only saying boob are superior in this way. If probability for success falls below 50%, <gasps> boob give up. You do not. Exactly. So what we see there is the boob, O, he doesn't have a lot of hope because the probability of things isn't very high. So what do they do? They what? They give they give up. They don't follow through. They don't push through. But Tip, she has hope. So for little ones in the room, you youngins, um, hope is like when things around you, they seem bad or they're getting worse or um, you kind of have this feeling where you want to give up and you want to give in. The Booville aliens, they do that. Oh, wants to do that. He gives up when bad things happen. They run away. But over the course of this movie, the young girl Tip, she makes a close connection with that alien. His name is O. And she teaches him something. So let's see this other short clip from the movie Home. Oh? What are you doing? I am sorry. Tip cannot come into the out now. I am fixing my mistake. Oh, you can't do this on your own. Maybe not, but I have hope. <laughs> I know, we're leaving you on a cliffhanger, so guess what? You're going to have to watch the movie yourself. So make sure when you get home or something, bug your parents to watch Netflix so you can watch home and finish this movie. It's really good. The other day I came home, actually this week, and uh, Pastor Vicky had a friend over, and they were just getting done with watching that movie Home, and they were literally wiping tears from their eyes as I'm coming into the house. So it's really good. Uh, it is. It is. Um, so uh, in our story, we have started with being the hopeless, right? We have moved to being hopeful, and Pastor Vicky's going to uh, finish off our message here with a third point. 
And we're going to read a few more verses. So, Addie, could you spin that spinner for us? Thank you for waiting so patiently. Oh, let's, we've already done that one. Can we do it again? We keep getting the ones that we've already done. Oh, this one's really hard to do. This, this is the one so I didn't want to do, and of course, we're going to end up doing it. Okay, so how about, so I really struggled with this, doing this, so how about I read the whole verse, but, uh, but you can skip every other word. Why don't we switch? <laughs> okay, I'll try. If you guys are doing it with me, then maybe we'll get it together. All right, all right so, so I'm going to read the whole verse. Thing. I won't skip anything, but, we'll, but I'll skip Pastor Vicki and all you of you guys skip every other okay. word. Here we go. All right. Let's try this. Let's try. For, For by grace, grace you have, have been saved, saved through faith. faith. And this, this is not your own doing. It, it is the, the gift of God, God, not a result of works. Where are we? So that no one may boast. You can do it. I believe in you. I have hope. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Give yourselves a round of applause. And guess what? Welcome to Children's Church. <laughs> That's kind of what Kids Church is like. Thanks, Addie. You can have a seat. Addie, great job. Yeah, thank you. So God healed our hearts when he saved us. That's what these verses are talking about. Um, it wasn't something that we did on our own. It's not something we can do on our own. Even if we tried every day for every second of every day, we would not be able to do it. Um, and people do try so hard to save themselves or to earn God's love or to earn his forgiveness. Only Jesus can save us. So this is the last part of our stories that we're going to talk about being hopeful um, or being healed, but it's not the end of your story. Your story is going to continue because God has a purpose for your story. So, so he has a, a, use, a use for it. He wants you to share it with people around you. He wants you to um, lead others and help others find hope in him and be healed in Jesus. So we are going to take a second. We are going to, um, we're going to pray and we're going to talk to Jesus and then we're going to play a game. So um, just like in kids' church, can we all close our eyes? bow our heads so we are totally focused on talking to him. And you guys can repeat after me if you will. Dear God, dear God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. For saving me. For saving me. And giving me a story. Giving me a story. That's full of hope. That's full of hope. To share with people around me. To share with people around me. Help me show others. Help me to show others. How to move from hopeless. How to move from hopeless. To hopeful and healed. To hopeful and healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.